Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Sometimes achieving any goal or tackling anything that you really want to do in life It's about finding your people, finding that team behind you, the people that are going to cheer you on, help you be more creative, and lift you up. I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking, hey, it's all about your tribe, a millennial music chat with the band Shade and Ask Shauna Question. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey, we've got a great Ask Shauna question today from Praveen. I love this question. Praveen says, I wanted to ask you what you think about balance transfers. I don't think I asked you this question before. Do you think balance transfers are worth 3 to 5% balance transfer fee if it is for at least 15 months at 0% APR? Would love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks so much. Praveen, that is an awesome question. I'm so glad you asked because I get asked this question by a lot of people, you know, trying to figure out what's the best decision to make. And I think that's probably the most 
interesting thing to me about talking about money is that there are so many different options and so many different ways to think about things that you know, it gives you the chance to really think about, okay, well, what's important to me? What makes sense to me? And and be able to like filter that through your own lens. You know, I think that there can be times when it is totally worth the transfer fee. I'm a fan of the 3% fee. That's kind of the standard balance transfer fee. The 5% to me starts to get a little bit steep for my taste But it really depends on the amount of money that you're transferring, in my opinion. For me, 5% just starts to become a little uncomfy. But again, it's, it's something to consider if it makes the right decision, the right financial decision for you. So I've done balance transfers a lot over the last probably 10, 12 years, both done smartly. And then sometimes I've done it not so smartly in the past, for instance, I bought this new couch that I had been ogling over for quite some time, and it was pretty pricey, like the most expensive couch I'd ever bought up to that point. And I balance transferred the amount, but for some reason, I set the auto payment to the minimum amount to auto pay without thinking. It was during a move and like this crazy time, and I just, I honestly never thought about it again. I just figured, okay... I am paying it off. It's going to be paid off in the time period and the money's coming out of my bank account automatically. So there really wasn't any reason for me to think about it until we got to the very last month when I still had a lot of money to pay off on this couch. I remember it's like sitting on the couch in that moment, like thinking, oh crap, what have I done? I've been enjoying this wonderful couch, like thinking it was going to be paid off in the time period and it was not. So now I'm going to have an extremely expensive couch, like more expensive than, you know, the price I'd actually paid. And I had made just this huge snafu. So I didn't have a ton of cash flow at that particular time. Uh, If anybody, if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur, you know that your income ebbs and flows. And so I I just really didn't want to put that much cash towards paying off the couch. So that stung for sure. And I, I ended up obviously paying more for that couch than I should have ended up paying for. In fact, it was so expensive in the first place that I don't know if I could like humanly justify buying that couch again. But the point is, is that sometimes it happens. Sometimes you do a balance transfer and it just it doesn't work out the way you thought it was going to work out. And I I don't know, I've just found in life that enough stuff has happened to me that that sometimes I got to just laugh about it. You know, like, wow, okay, I missed missed that one. I totally messed that up. But you know what, it's okay. Like you you get another shot to, to try and do something different. And, you know, when I've done balance transfers since then, I've definitely not made that mistake again. But I would say, you know, you definitely want to make sure that you pay off the entire balance in that 15-month period. So make sure that you build in that monthly payment into your budget, not just the minimum payment, but the actual amount that it's going to cost you to have that paid off in that particular period of time and then put it on auto pay, auto deduct, whatever you have to do. But again, make sure that you're setting aside the right amount of money each month so that you don't wind up in 
a situation like I, I wound it up in where, you know, it was going to be a lot of money and I just, I didn't have that much free cash. And the math really is this simple, right? If I paid off this debt in 15 months, what would that payment look like with my current credit card? So where that, that money is currently at versus if I did the balance transfer plus whatever fee, the 3% or the 5%, and I paid it off in 15 months, what is that payment amount? So you can literally look at it, and this isn't complicated math. This is really easy math. There are a lot of online calculators you can use, but really looking at the two kind of side by side to make the most educated decision. I think a lot of times, you know, we look at the 0% with the balance transfer and we think, okay, 0% is better than whatever percent it's at now. So I should just go ahead and do the balance transfer. And I'm going to tell you like eight out of nine, eight out of 10, nine out of 10. So a high percentage of time, it's going to work out in favor of you doing the balance transfer. It's just the numbers are going to look better. Even with the transfer fee, it's just going to make more sense. But I always look at the math just to see, just to make sure, because I think it makes you feel better, especially when you get your next statement and you see that balance transfer amount on there. Sometimes I find you can have a habit of kind of kicking yourself like, oh my gosh, why did I sign up for that? But when you look at the math and you go, okay, I'm comparing these side by side and I made a smart decision, it just makes that a little bit easier. And there are a ton of calculators online. NerdWallet has a lot of good calculators that you can use where you can compare, you know, your sort of payoff uh, calculation, if you will, based off of different factors, based off the 0% versus your your current credit card interest. And, you know, you can you can get the best guess possible by figuring out what the math is. But again, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with balance transfers. I've come to accept the 3% transfer fee kind of as is. I've tried to negotiate away the 3% uh, transfer fee. I've been successful a few times and a few times I haven't been successful for. So I think that's definitely something to attempt to see if you can get that 3% either reduced or waived. I mean, waived is like the ultimate scenario. But again, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask the question of the credit card company because the worst they can say to you is no. So again, I think this is such an awesome question. I'm so happy that you asked. If you're listening, if you have a money question, please feel free to go to the link in the show notes, submit your question over to me. Again, it can be totally anonymous. I don't have to say your name. I don't have to say any details that you don't want me to say, but uh, I know that I get a lot of response from a lot of you listening that you like to hear these questions and at least like to think about maybe how you would answer that question as well. So uh, definitely submit the question if um, if you got something on your mind. And so we have an awesome Millennial Music Chat today with a band called Shade and Jeff had a chance to catch up with them. So I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about them before we dive into the interview. But before we do that, we're going to hear a little word from our podcast episode sponsor. Hey, we just got a new podcast sponsor, and I'm so excited to announce Candid Co. You know, I've always had fairly straight teeth, and I've been blessed without many cavities because I do not like going to the dentist, so it's a really good thing. I mean, does anybody? 
But between you and me, I was a thumb sucker for many, many years. So I've got an overbite and I was born with these two, I call them vampire teeth. They're two back molars that grew in backwards. And so when I smile, it looks a little vampire-ish, but I, I never thought about getting any of this fixed since it was just so expensive to do so. Then I discovered Candid Co. And what I love is Candid is helping people gain confidence through accessible and really affordable orthodontic care. We're talking straighter and brighter teeth in an average of six months. And are you ready for this? It costs 65% less than braces. There's no office visits, which I love, and everything is delivered to your home. But the cool thing is that Candid's network of these highly trained orthodontists, they actually review each and every case and direct an aligner plan that's customized to you. So let's talk about the process. The first step is you purchase their molding kit, which will be sent to you at home so you can take impressions of your teeth. I just got mine, so I can't wait to do this process. After you send back your impressions with some photos of your teeth, and then that network of orthodontists review your specific case and provide you with a 3D preview of what your treatment will look like. After you get that 3D preview, it's completely up to you. You can decide if you want to move forward with your clear aligner treatment plan or not. And you can also talk to a real person at any time if you have questions. You're one step away from getting straighter and wider teeth just like me. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee. Plus, when you use my dedicated link, candidco.com slash mymoney, you'll save 25% off your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash mymoney to get 25% off the price of your modeling kit. Just go to candidco.com slash mymoney. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features and view the product roadmap. This my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. 
Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete.me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete.me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete.me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. 
Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. News out of Washington, D.C. is not the cheeriest these days, almost midway through 2018. So it's refreshing when an electronic pop trio, Shade, has become a ray of sunlight on the nation's capital evolving music scene, which is a badge of honor this young band wears proudly. Following in the footsteps of other notable D.C. legends, such as Bad Brains, Fugazi, and Hall of Famer Marvin Gaye, Shade has their sights set on a breakout year this coming year with an upcoming national tour and a stellar new EP that's due out later this summer. This week, we're talking about finding your tribe, finding your, you know, your band of brothers, your band, your family that really, you know, comes together and and helps you with so many different things. Well, Shade is actually somewhat of a family affair with twin brothers Spencer and Max Ernst on the music side and Chelsea Lee bringing in the vocals. And actually, believe it or not, uh, Spencer and Chelsea are actually engaged these days and all three actually moved into a home together recently and the band and housemates, they actually were inspired to write and record their latest collection of songs, being that they spend so much time together at, at their house and stuff. So so that's what the collection of songs that are coming out later out uh, this summer, uh, which you're going to want to pay attention to because you will probably put it on on your latest playlist or, or Spotify list and, and such. So, you know. These ba- this band is also, they're just really close friends. And then that's what we're kind of talking about this week is, you know, finding your tribe, finding your family, finding your friends. And, you know, they like to actually jam to Frank Sinatra and old school jazz as they cook dinner every night and they're at their house. Um, but this trio is really beyond talented. They, they cut a broad swath of musical talent, weaving in delicate hypnotic pop sense with grandiose lyrics and seductively powerful lyrics. Uh, and, and vocals as well, too. Um, I really dig them, and I think you're going to dig them as well. So, like I said, check them out on Spotify, as well as their latest album coming out later this summer for the Ex-Ambassadors uh, this summer. And the band, the trio, they had a lot to talk about, from the impact a fantasy novel had on th- how they came up with the band Shade, uh, to the thunder of Bernie Sanders and how he inspired them to to write sort of their own version of a, of a protest song uh, about a year and a half ago or so. And also, speaking of songwritings, uh, we, we talked about writing songs in a coming up in writing songs in a furniture list 
empty Airbnb in the middle of Death Valley because that's usually where you go to get inspired, right? But that just shows where you, you can get you can get inspired anywhere. And sometimes maybe getting completely away from ev- anywhere, including Death Valley, uh, you can actually get inspired, which is really cool. Uh, so check out our conversation with this young, really great band. It's a, This is a really great discovery for me. I really like them a lot. I can't wait for the new album coming out later this summer. So you want to check them out. I think they have a bright future ahead of them. Uh, no pun intended there. Here's the band Shade. I could tell you all about her And what she did for me I was swimming in the darkness Till she set me free She opened up my heart To a whole new love I never knew was there When it fell apart And she left my arms I was so unprepared What if I Okay, guys, so thanks for joining us. I know you guys are headed out on the road literally as we are speaking, Chelsea, Spencer, and Max um, from Shade. So we really appreciate you guys joining us on the show here. Uh, how's it going today? It's going good. Beautiful day. Uh, it's been a really easy drive so far, which is good. Nice. Uh, uh, well, so, you know, I think you guys have uh, a really interesting story, and I really think your your name is interesting, and a lot of times people aren't going to know how that is pronounced, Shade. Uh, I think it's just really interesting and mysterious, but it does have a meaning. How did you guys settle on the band name? Yeah, so we uh, we're all we were all reading this fantasy novel, which sounds pretty nerdy, but we were, uh, it's called Wise, or sorry, Name of the Wind. And at the time, we were kind of looking for a band name. Um, and we remembered this word that was in the book, and it's literally spelled S H A E D, like the name of our band. And um, it's, you know, like a cloak woven from shadow and light by a goddess. So that's, <laughs> um, we, we just thought that was really a cool, it looks really cool, and we just, we just kind of went with it. And I'm, I'm assuming you guys get the, na- the name question a lot, like, what does it mean and how do you pronounce it? Oh, yeah, all the time. Uh, we, we've, gotten, <laughs> we've gotten, you know, we've gotten, uh, we've gotten Shaw, Shaw Day a lot of the time. We're like, no, we're not Shaw Day. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it is pronounced Shade. Well, I think a lot of times the, the, the coolest band names are, are, the, are the cooler bands anyway. So, so I think that's okay. Uh, well, you guys, you guys actually come from, from DC, uh, Washington, DC, which has a really great music scene. And, uh, you know, what music were you guys listening to in DC or anywhere for that matter that you guys kind of bonded over that you guys wanted, wanted to start the band? Well, we, well, yeah, we actually met each other through the, through the DC music scene back when we were in high school. Um, there was like, some cool producers based in the area and we got put in touch. Um, we got kind of linked up through a show. Actually, my brother and I were playing a show at the nine thirty club back in the day. We were like in a pop rock band and Chelsea was a solo artist. So she, she actually, she actually came to one of our shows and that, that was where we first met. 
Gotcha. And was there any like music you guys particularly kind of bonded over that you said, hey, you know, I think, you know, joining our forces would really be awesome? Yeah, I think uh, the common ground with us was like the police and the talking heads. Um, Chelsea was more, uh, that's what we were raised on. But at the time, we were, we were both really into the band Radiohead. So that was a band that we, you know, collectively loved and was the first record we really bonded over. But in terms in terms of DC, I mean Marvin Gaye's from DC. Like we take a lot of like influence from R and B and soul music, so that was uh, you know definitely some common ground for us. Right, right. Well, th- those are interesting choices. I-, I like all those choices. <laughs> That's really great. What what is it about the DC music scene that it kind of has you know evolved and, and become more eclectic, uh, especially these days? Uh, that you guys think? Well, the cool thing about DC is that at least now we feel like there's not really like a definitive sound of DC. It is very eclectic and the kind of the, the, the lineups and the shows that we, you know, that we go to are very diverse, um, which I think is super cool. There's, there's like a ton of house venues that are supporting local artists. And when you go into a show, you might see like a experimental rock band paired with a, you know, kind of like a, you know, soulful R and B act or there's still like some cool go-go groups that are doing kind of modern go-go music. So just the, the scene is very eclectic. Right. And that can kind of almost gets completely, you know, away from all the touristy DC stuff that people think about too, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> what, what's one thing about living in DC that, that maybe would surprise people that, uh, um, you know, people that just have visited there that, that you guys kind of have experienced, like one thing that that's kind of, you know, people don't maybe don't know about. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I think people don't think about is that DC really, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, just really beautiful nature there. There's like great falls there, which is like one of the biggest natural, like, uh, waterfalls, I believe. Um, you know, there's, and that's another thing that luckily all three of us love to do is just, you know, when we have time to, you know, taking a break from writing this, writing all this new music, you know, we would often just, you know, try to take a hike and stuff like that. So that's, that's definitely something. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love DC. I love, I love the whole area and stuff. And, and speaking of DC too, you guys, uh, wrote a song inspired by Bernie Sanders a couple of years ago called thunder. And I was just curious what, in your guys thoughts being, you know, young, young people these days that, uh, you know, in music right now, are you seeing a little bit since the 2016 election, are you guys kind of seeing artists these days, you know, write songs about more about what's really going on or what's not going on in the world these days? Absolutely. I feel like, yeah, for sure. I mean, we wrote that song when there was kind of um, a lot of energy going on in DC and a lot of the artists that we were, you know, that we're friends with from there were, you know, excited about Bernie Sanders, just excited about kind of more progressive ideas and and politics. And, um, we were, you know, we kind of collectively, um, made a music video that featured like a ton of DC artists, you know, not just musicians, but like visual artists who want, who wanted to do something. And and that's why we made that, that music video for thunder. But, uh, yeah, now, now there's, you know, for sure there's a lot more, um, songs that are just like directly uh you know talking about trump and, and and you know speaking out on on those things like 
I don't know, Father John Misty put out a, a music video that was, you know, directly, you know, kind of going going after Trump. And uh, Kendrick Lamar is, is, you know, we feel like he, he's he's being very direct with his lyrics, too. So I think, you know, Trump coming into office has, like, really made artists just be super direct with their lyrics and not kind of, you know, um, sidestep the issues that are important. And then you also, you know, speaking of, of, of new music and stuff, you guys have a new EP that's coming out uh, later this summer. Is that it? Yes. Uh-huh. When, when is that, when does that do out? And what, what, what are some, some things we could expect with that album? Well, we've got a single coming out um, called trampoline on May 18th. As far as a definitive date for the EP, we don't have that quite yet, but um, it will be sometime in the summer, late summer. Um, we moved into a house together, not that we weren't spending enough time with each other. Uh, we all moved into a house together in September, and all these songs are kind of, you know, the evolution and the story of um, of us being in the space together and having our own studio and kind of being able to, you know, write and record whenever we want and just spending a lot of time um, just writing new music. So I think that people can can expect um some a variety of different kinds of songs right well and, and chelsea how was it when you guys first kind of came together uh did you kind of, did you guys all sort of speak the same musical language and and that's how the partnership sort of sort of grew i mean and did you always feel like like oh yeah this this is a perfect connection that you guys have made um so we met each other in high school and we were just friends for uh friends for a really long time before we really started experimenting with music together. I mean, we, we did write together sometimes on and off, but it was uh, more of uh, these guys just kind of driving me around because they didn't drive and uh, <laughs> they were, they were like chauffeuring <laughs> me around and we were just hanging out. But a couple of years ago, we started actually like um, working on music together and we loved working together. We were best friends. So it was very easy uh, it was a little bit hard to crack the twin dynamic that was happening. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, right. coming in as an outsider, they, I think that they read each other's minds, especially in songwriting uh, situations. <laughs> um, they're, they're definitely on the same, same wavelength, so it was hard to get that for a little bit, just because I had never experienced that. But, um, but I finally got it down, and... Uh, so much fun working with these guys and and uh it was more of max and i actually realizing that we we needed to you know because we've been writing together our whole lives we realized we needed to kind of take a step back and actually open ourselves up to like you know chelsea who's this incredible singer and songwriter so uh you know it, it really has been a good process for all three of us like being able to just right together and and now living together it's just like a whole another level of just being open and honest with each other and writing and all that yeah well it, you know i think it's also interesting too that you guys started this in in high, uh, you know band out of high school and stuff um what are a couple of of things that you guys have learned about the business part of music and what are those things you guys maybe uh, you know you still need to learn you guys still need to kind of figure out we've learned that music is the most important thing. I think that's like really the fundamental thing that we, we keep coming back to. I mean, you know, we all have been doing this for a long time and there was a lot of, you know, pressure to, you know, be 
you know, when, when you would meet with these different labels, you know, there was pressure to say certain things and, and, you know, dress a certain way and all that kind of stuff, you know, when we were younger and now we've definitely learned that, you know, the key, really the heart of everything that keeps it going is the music. Um, I mean, and then just moving forward, I think it's cool that everything's changing so much. And, you know, I think you just got to continue to learn how to navigate, you know, the, the way that music is being shared and, and purchased and listened to and, and all that. I think that, that in itself is just something that we continue to try to, you know, find our, our way to, you know, just kind of keep going with. I think even, I'm sorry, even the most experienced artists are figuring that out too, or the ones that have been around forever are figuring that out piece. So yeah, exactly. But yeah, go ahead and Chelsea. Sorry. I think that we've also learned that it's so important to have a team, you know, to work with a team and have someone backing you up. So um, as much as we want to do everything on our own and think that we can do everything on our own, we definitely can't. Um, So we just have like a really great team that we're working with that is really advocating for us. So that's been a huge thing as well. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And and you guys, and speaking of the music, you guys are on the road right now, getting ready for for your next gig in a couple of days. Uh, and your last, your last, uh, latest single, Lonesome, uh, I read that you guys wrote that about, uh, being an Airbnb in Death Valley has traveling and, you know, traveling and touring and stuff like that. Has that, be- have you, has that made you guys become better songwriters or just different songwriters? Yeah. I, I mean, before we started touring, we hadn't really been anywhere, uh, especially in the country. <laughs> we, um, weren't, you know, we hadn't really explored, so given the opportunity to go to all these really new places that are so different um, has really kind of opened our eyes, especially with, uh, we went to Death Valley because we had a show in Las Vegas and decided to kind of take a week uh, to write in the middle of nowhere in a new place. So we found an Airbnb um, truly in the middle of nowhere. And there was apparently a mountain lion, you know, like roaming the, the grounds of this Airbnb. There was, no furniture in the Airbnb, so it was it was definitely an experience, and so it gave us the opportunity to kind of hunker down and just write a bunch of songs. And Lonesome was one of the ones that came out of that. I'm surprised that there's actually even an Airbnb in Death Valley. I know. I know it was funny. We were we were in Pahrump, and then like a week later, Chelsea was watching Cops, and there was this whole special on Pahrump, Nevada, and how like, it was like this major drug drug ring thing happening there so we were we were laughing pretty hard after that <laughs> that's funny well you guys you guys are now headed on the road and uh, doing a tour uh, in a little bit some dates with uh ex ambassadors what are the some of the things that you guys do love about touring especially you know seeing so many different places now that you've never seen before yeah i think you know we've been on a couple of different tours now very fortunate you know we, we went on the road with bishop briggs and marion hill and and this group search lie and i think like you know, the thing, uh, the most fun for, for me, I'd say for these guys too, is just honestly being able to play for, for all these new faces and, and all these new cities every, pretty much every night. Um, I mean, that's just so fun to be able to share your music with, with these people. And I mean, I don't know. I think that's definitely the best for me. Yeah. I think definitely just playing for new uh, audiences and new crowds because these are, you know, Surfsly is more of an alternative band, and we wouldn't necessarily be in front of those fans if we weren't on this tour. So it's it's nice to be able to play to um, 
for OnlyFans. Well, once once you guys are are, are back home, and, and you guys mentioned before that you guys live together, uh, so who does the cooking in, in the house? Well, I, I would, we'd love to say that Spence and I are, are the chefs, but Chelsea is 100% the chef in the house, so we won't even pretend like we contribute in that regard. We do we do the dishes, which, which you know, Chelsea's happy with that arrangement. Luckily for us, yeah, I love I love to cook, so um, <laughs> right, it's exactly. very easy. And I hate dishes, so it definitely is a plus. I will cook if they do the dishes. Well, the dish the dishes is the worst part about cooking, exactly. Yeah. The worst part. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys collaborated on that. So, the, so the new album. Once you guys were, you know, collecting some songs, how do you guys actually collaborate and go? Okay, we want these this song to be on the album, or or maybe this song we wait, you know, down the road on that. How do you guys collaborate on on your music? Um. Well, it, it depends. Like for for this batch of songs, we've been sitting with them for you know a couple months now, and. Because we've, you know, we've written and recorded them, so, you know, from the start to the finish, it's definitely a process. So I think sometimes for us, it helps to back away from that and then come back and kind of like listen to the songs in more of a normal setting. You know, instead of going into our studio and playing them through the speakers, like a little more formal. We we try to, you know, when we're having dinner, we try to just put them on like a little play our songs out of like a little JBL speaker and you know, see what the vibe is there, you know, or go into headphones on a laptop or something. And then from there, we kind of decide what song works best with other songs and what song works best with the timing and the time of year. Um, so I think kind of listening to all of our songs in different settings helps. When you guys are on the road and you, and you guys have, have worked with other, you know, people like Bishop Briggs and you guys are going to be with ex-ambassadors and stuff like that, have you guys tried to maybe pick their brain about uh, certain things of, you know, um, I've just like they've been doing it maybe for a little bit longer or, or how they do it differently and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to remember kind of certain like specific advice you've gotten from them, but I think just kind of observing them every night and how their, how their team operates, you know, they, they usually, you know, every band we've toured with has like a very, um, they've got like a great team with like a tour manager and everything is very, the schedule is really tight and you know, the way they sound check is very efficient. So I think in how they interact with fans, it's like, it's just a huge learning experience, just being able to observe these bands night after night. So, yeah. And that's, that's a huge thing. That's yeah. That's a huge thing that you guys can, can take, you know, as well too, with, with, with your fans and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, so the last question I have for, and I'll let you guys uh, get back to the road. Um, when you guys are, are, are at home and you're, and you're cooking and stuff like that, besides your own music, is there anything else on the playlist that you guys are listening to these days that, that are, are you guys are really digging these days? Yeah. Um, so we kind of listen to a wide range of things, both old and new. Um, for dinner time, we tend to listen to more jazzy, like old standards, like Frank Sinatra. We love Frank Sinatra. Um, but as far as new, uh, we're listening to to uh, S.G. Lewis a lot. Um, we also love R&B right now on like the R&B phase. So uh, we're still listening to the SZA album and we're listening to the new Weekend album, which we love. So it just kind of depends on our mood. And we also just got a record player not too long ago. So we've been 
um, just putting on some fun oldie records. Thanks so much for checking out this episode. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, hey, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to that link in the show notes to leave us a review. 